Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Max Potential Habits podcast. I am giddy with excitement for today's guest because she, I haven't had anyone on yet who does what she does. And specifically, she is a video presence coach and she's a professional actress. She's an entrepreneur. She helps other people empower their businesses through the camera. And I don't always read the bios, as you know, but I want to read hers because every word has potency in it. And it really says a lot about what she does. And you'll understand why I wanted to have her on to talk about the power of your presence on camera, how to optimize your presence on camera, how to use your videos to grow your business. So we're gonna have a really fun conversation. So Kelsey Moore is a success mindset and on-camera coach who specializes in helping high-achieving entrepreneurs become empowered to be their best self in life and on camera. Everything she coaches from coaches stems from mindset and breaking through limiting beliefs to help explode their career, growth, and their personal joy. So in alignment, we are. <laughs> As a professional actress and digital CEO, she helps business owners and personal brands optimize their on-camera presence with more confidence and charisma to better connect, communicate, and serve their audiences. She works with her clients to map out a strategically aligned plan for them to bring their inner life vision into the external world. Ah, to me, this is just such a rock star bio because <laughs> the first video I ever did was about a five minute video and it took probably 25 takes. <laughs> oh my God. So and I remember it was yeah. just, I mean, it was, it was, and it's hilarious. Like if anyone goes back to my YouTube channel and watches my first bit video, it's hilarious <laughs> and you just get better over time. So I'm really excited to have you here. Welcome to the show today, Kelsey. Thank you. How oh, I appreciate it. I know it's kind of a long bio, but I, it really kind of comes up like that's what I do. That's what I'm passionate about. That's what I have to people. Yeah. So thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Your website's awesome. I was checking it out before we got on. I was just like, oh yes, yes, yes. I love this. I think uh, I think video is something people. people struggle with a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. much so. So, so let, it, let's start with that. How, how did you, I mean, obviously was professional actress before becoming a video coach? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so share, first I want to hear a quote that you love. What's one quote that you Ooh. absolutely love? Oh, one of my favorites is it's an Einstein quote and it's, uh, our imagination is our preview to life, life coming attractions. Ooh. And it's, I feel like it's such a succinct way of kind of describing manifestation. Uh -huh. Like our imagination is our preview to life's coming attractions. That's if we, awesome. If we can start to see it, visualize it, then we know that that's possible for us. And we're really an active participant in creating our future. <laughs> I love that one. That's, I've never heard that one. And that's really cool that I'm, you know, it's like we think about manifestation as kind of a more modern term, but you know, the ancient the, wisdom. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. He, he, he learned from a lot of ancient wisdom and put it into like his modern science and the thought of so often I think we're like, oh, manifestation is like this new shiny mainstream thing. And we take a lot of science even from you know, a couple hundred years ago or something. And we're like, oh, wow, like quantum physics. Let, let's see, <laughs> you know, this is so fascinating. It's like so much of this has been, I, you know, ancient wisdom that's just been passed down that so many people have previously studied and it's just so exciting, I think, as an individual when our own consciousness gets 
you know, alerted to it and we become awakened to this and it's just exciting. And then it feels like all this new fresh stuff. They're like, oh, this is actually very like normal concept that's been taught for so many hundreds and thousands of years. I find I'm an anthropologist by study. So that stuff is just like super interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know. We didn't talk about this. I like, I'm a sociologist, so similar backgrounds, you know, and you just go, right. And I just go, Oh, I mean the, to me, what's so fascinating is that it's all happening. Like, you know, like law of attraction is happening, whether you believe it or not. So you might as well tap into the power of knowing the rules of the game. Use it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's, that's awesome. Um, okay. So how did you become an actress? I'm so curious. Oh, well, okay. Do you want like the real nitty gritty story? Heck yeah. (laughs) So we were even mentioning briefly before that we have our kind of backgrounds beginning in criminal justice. Yeah. So my first job out of college was uh, first working as a teacher for GED education and hireability. So using computers, how to interview, write resumes, how to to talk to females, (laughs) like that was part of it, um, in an adult male correctional community correctional facilities and so they were reintegrating back into society either if they had failed probation several times and this was their step before moving on to prison so they'd already done jail stints versus um, the other half of the clientele were guys who had served long-term incarceration and were on their way moving out to reintegrate so I had both and I started as a teacher and then moved into the position of a case manager which is a job that not a lot of people know is a thing. (laughs) So I was like the in-between probation and parole officer. So I was the person that they would have either after or before one of the others. And uh, my office was in the live-in facility. So where their their dorms essentially were, was my office was right in the middle of that hallway. And so I started out with a teacher for about two years and moved in the case manager position, was there for about two years. And there was one particular night that I had a lot of shitty nights and a lot of crappy nights after this, but there was one that was just so extra terrible. <laughs> and at least the way that it landed on me. And it was about 9 p.m. and there's just literal rain dripping into my window. It's dark. The building's an old tuberculosis hospital. It's gross. It's this this really like musty, just nasty old building. And I'm sitting in my sad little dark dilapidated office and it's me and then my desk and then the door is on the other side a few feet away from me and I have a client about a 300 pound man barge into my office extremely just enraged belligerent uh has just a completely explosive episode who is in there coming out of 25 years for murder extreme anger temper issues and uh, there was some clerical error down at, at the front office that we could fix to take care of, no problem. But it was one of those times when it was like not able to hear it, to take it, to take in a solution at that time, which, my gosh, you know, who knew so, so many of the experiences that I had from that time in my life would teach me so many of the different mindset skills that I use now in such different contexts. And and I just, he, he, I remember him exploding all of his rage onto me so forcefully that uh, I, I started to reach my hand for a pair of scissors, like just in case I didn't know how this was going to go. And working on de-escalating the situation, I had a colleague that came by that helped me calm everything down, get him on my office. I sat there in my feelings for about 20 minutes thinking that this, this cannot be my next 40 years. This cannot mm. be my future. Why did I choose this? I, I mean, I, I understood step by step how I got there, but it was like, why am I 
still here? Like this is too long. And I started to write out a list of things that used to make me really happy. And my like childhood dream was to be an actress. And I, I loved theater growing up and I would do film projects any chance I could. And I really wanted to be a lawyer and a doctor and a cop and president on TV, not in real life. I learned that, but on TV, and I'm like, I love to fight. And I was like, I want to do action movies. Like I, I had so much spirit inside that you just kind of mute to fit inside the box, our own prison that we create for our own lives. Uh, where you have to fit inside of this. And I was like, I'm not getting to live all of these other pieces of me. I'm a dancer. I'm an artist. I'm a traveler. I'm an adventurer. Like all of these things. And I just let it pour out. And I started free writing. Like, what are the things that made me happy? What are the things that I want? And uh, from that moment, I was sitting in my office. I started Googling, like, how to become an adult actor in Denver in a tertiary market. Like, it, it made no sense. And it was, it felt so foolish. And I just didn't care. And two weeks after that, I went to like no formal training in TV or film acting. It's a very specific type of acting. It's not theater at all. And I got no training in that. And I went to uh, my, my first ever independent film audition with strangers that I had three pages of sides and never, you know, learned how to memorize lines before or anything like that. And besides being in plays growing up, but then you have weeks, very different. Yeah. And I went. And I booked it. I booked the lead next six months, filmed every single weekend, woke up a whole new spirit inside of me. I, I lost 40 pounds. I like, because I started caring about myself and my health again and, and completely just, I mean, it was another, uh, probably about a year and a half before I really left corrections. Um, no, maybe about one year since then. And then I moved into higher education for a couple of years. And it, I mean, that was a slow evolution. I still very much feel like I'm just getting started really um, with all my dreams and goals and vision and business and everything. But that was the catapult moment that started to shift something internally to go do the things that my soul is actually calling me to do. No one's going to do it for you. You have to actually say yes to that feeling inside of you that is screaming to be happy. Uh, such a good story. <laughs> I mean, wow. Okay. First, I want to point out to listeners, and I'm sure you've thought about this a lot, is like the first step in manifestation is knowing what you want. And, yeah. you know, so it's like you getting on Google and just typing in and starting to daydream, it totally shifts your vibrational energy and focuses you on what you want instead of what you don't want anymore. Yes. It's so powerful. And, and how incredible that you manifested it so quickly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, and it was, uh, so, so interesting with, along those lines too, is that really once you make the decision, things do start to conspire in your favor. Yeah. And yeah. I, rem I, I was like, okay, I have to get out of this facility. I really hated that facility. I was next in line to take over the sex offender caseload and I was not having it. I was like, I already, I can't handle this. <laughs> and um, so I moved to a different facility, a position opened up, double the pay, like showed up online. I got the job. All happened to start very quickly. Moved into this nice, new, clean, pretty facility. No sex offenders, no arsonists, like way more um, a chill clientele, I guess. Yeah. And it was still just atrocious. It was still just, just not what you energy. wanted. Yeah. Not what I wanted. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is, I have to get out of the field. This is done. And yeah. out of the blue, 
my uh, is the alma mater, the college I went to, uh, called and were like, hey, we have a job in Denver. We have your resume on file from years ago. Would you like this job? We don't even have time to bring you in for an interview. We need this hired out immediately. And, and it pays more. So I was like, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's, it's such a good example. Like I tell my people all the time, you know, when you, it, exactly like you're saying, that decision moment, when you cut off all other options, then the universe yeah. conspires for you instead of against you or, you know, or the lack of clarity that you have. Decision is so powerful because it's you stating clearly what you want and you send that direct message instead of mm -hmm. a confused message. And then you get to and then paths open up that you could have never planned or foresee. I mean, it's, it yeah. feels like magic, but there's actually a formula. <laughs> yeah. And, and you were like, doing the formula, but you didn't even know it at the time. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. I had no idea. What yeah. it was. And now I think I overcomplicate stuff all the time. Sure. I'm like, okay, well, it has to go in like this order and you do it this way. It's like, tune back into that to when yeah. things are so emotionally charged. Because our, and it's, it's such, I mean, if you guys really, if this is exciting to you, you know, you probably talk about this, but the quantum physics of like the double split theory, where the electrons and the matter actually change and mold based on the view that's happening. So it's all so scientifically based. Yeah. And this is, I mean, how we know miracles happen, miracles are proven, <laughs> like because the intention can be placed upon something and direct the way that matter moves. And that's how thoughts can become things. And, and I, yeah, sometimes I think I can flood it in with chaos and confusion and adding more to it and all, all of this stuff. And it's remembering, like, go back to the emotionally charged decisions yeah. where it is finite and being open to, I don't know exactly how this is going to come out. I don't know what the next thing is going to be. I had no, I wasn't applying to go work at you know, this admin for higher education, but it was that first step that helped propel me to a place of uh, uh, emotional peace, like allowing mental clarity to open open up. My my schedule started to open up, so I started learning and diving into everything, business strategy, everything, how to build a business online, what does it take to be an entrepreneur, and fueled this dream, and built my first course, which was all around mindset, all around personal development, because that's what was changing my life, and uh, then working professionally as an actor, doing commercials, industrials, and indie films, and starting to get bigger auditions and uh, actually ended up taking uh, a year and a half ago or something now, a, a job as a, uh, a fill-in essentially for an adult acting coach in Denver. Mm. And that experience of me then stepping behind the lens to help mm. others who had that story, who had, you know, the lines, the character, the passion or something in them, helping them bring it out and, and actually be able to like, tweak it and make it different and make it better and see the impact and the result of the instruction and the coaching. That's what really when everything clicked and shifted mm. and I was like, I'm an online marketer. I do personal development and I'm an actor. Oh my God. You know, mm. this is how I want to tie it all in and really become that video coach for entrepreneurs so that they can be powerful and compelling and the lead star in their own company and actually feel great about it on camera, be interesting on camera so that you know, people actually want to watch the content that they're spending all of this time creating. And that's really what just kind of tied it all in together and made that spark happen. Mm. 
So juicy. <laughs> I'm thinking of so many things because I think a lot of people listening get really stuck thinking I have to know the way or I've got to know yeah. exactly what it is that I need to do. And often it's an unfolding and a, it's those doors opening and then you go, oh, okay, now I'll take this step. And then it, it awakens you to some part of yourself that you didn't know yeah. before. And then you add that layer and another layer and then it just keeps unfolding over time. You mm -hmm. know, I think like you said the word epiphany and it's like, I think sometimes we have an epiphanal moment and and we tend to think oh once you have the epiphany then you've got it all figured out and it's not yeah. that right you it's just like, know the next step <laughs> exactly yeah. and so you know for everyone listening like you don't need to know all the answers and and, and it's no. just that emotional connection to the decision and then let what unfolds unfold over time yeah. and then keep making those along the way and then in a year from now two years from now five years from now like wow what can happen is absolutely incredible yes Oh, and that like, that gives me so much hope for, you know, when we get stuck and impatient and it's like, I have no idea. Then, I mean, imagine what the next, what, what position we're going to be in, in five years from now by continuing along this just amazing gift of a path right now and yeah. compare it to what five years ago was. Oh my Lord, you can't even recognize me or my life or my, you know, anything yeah. like and all of that just happens from that next step, that epiphany, next step, epiphany, next step. Like it's, yeah. It's uh, unfolding. I love that. It's so good. It just made me think of the word, like often, it, you know, as entrepreneurs, we, we use the word perseverance. Mm -hmm. And it made me think when you said that, it's like that patient part is... Yeah so important because you know if we think about microwave mentality or wanting overnight success and thinking that everyone else is doing it because often you don't see all the work that goes on behind the scenes or all yeah. the years of just self-discovery falling down <laughs> getting up you know like you at the desk having this moment where you're like oh this is not the life I want where I'm like feeling threatened for my life and reaching for scissors in my pocket or yeah. on my desk or whatever you know it's like exactly. hopefully they weren't in your pocket <laughs> No, they're in my desk drawer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's yeah. just, it's, we, we forget. Like it, it was funny one day I was sharing with some, a friend about like a struggle I was having. She's like, you struggle? Like you always have so put together and that's not, like, are you kidding? Like <laughs> kidding? Week, weekly I struggle and, and it reminds Every me. Every hour. What? <laughs> I like, it, I use yeah. all my tools on myself. You know, I just go like, yeah. some days are hard. Some days it's, and it, and for me, it's, totally about that patience piece because I see the end of the you know it's like I see the pot of gold on the top of the mountain and all the people that I yeah. want to help and I'm like I want to get there now <laughs> oh yeah I'm like can I just run up there it's like sure go try but yeah I'm gonna get tired real fast right <laughs> like totally to down. yeah like, okay well let's keep walking <laughs> yeah yeah I yeah so, so this that. was how long ago was this for you I just thinking that the other day I was like when was this um I have a really hard time with dates okay yeah, let's walk it I back. know I do too I I'm like I graduated college in 2011 okay I think so then probably what 12 13 14 probably would have been probably when I when I left corrections okay yeah I think that makes sense Okay, so, so, so you're, you're about six years into the, to, to when you really started the journey in this direction. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, I think so. And then I was in higher education for three years. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think about right. 
And then biz, when did you like really decide to go business route with, with the skills that you were developing and all of that new? Uh, about 2017 when, okay. when I started really making those decisions that it was like, okay, this is, uh, I have no F clue what I'm doing, but, yeah. <laughs> but this is for me, like I, I want it all. I want the whole future and vision and imagination that I can see that I can feel. And this is the first step towards that. Nice. And that was, I think when I invested in my first course, you know, went to my first live event, uh, 2018 was when I made my like LLC and created a business name and all, all of those little pieces. Uh, yeah. 2019 was when I hosted my first live in-person retreat and yeah, I've just been serving clients since 2018. Cool. Okay. I, I had to ask because it's to me also for listeners, like I hear this all the time with the people I work with and, and we know this, you know, from the success leaves clues ideology of like, okay, people, the reason people succeed is because they don't give up. Right. And the reason people fail is yeah. because they give up too soon. And when you go, okay, you've been like at it since 2017 and you still have ups and downs, I'm sure. And you're learning the ropes and you're, you know, the learning curve is somewhat steep Every when you become an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's like yeah. 2017 and, and I go, that's not that long. And it, and when you're in it, right. it it's feels really like not. forever. Cause you're like, I want the instant success. Because you, you kind of think back to like the, the memory of, okay, being in 2014 and being that girl that was sitting there angry. Oh my God, the anger, like yeah killing me. Um, so angry and cynical and like out of the world against me. And I still just all of the things, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm like, that's a waste of energy. How silly, you know? And, and you think that it's been, you know, six years, maybe since that kind yeah. of first moment and then I'm like well why don't I have these things on my IMDB yet why don't I have this amount of revenue that I have my goals like all of it all of it is that next little step like I, I you can't get to um like I, I'm so so excited I work for myself now full-time that 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 was could 2014 sad angry version of me imagine that yeah. You know, yeah. not having to wake up in the morning for someone else and to go to some dark, dingy tuberculosis hospital correctional facility and serve <laughs> a bunch of sex offenders. Like, what a transition. And I, I wouldn't be able to get to this place without all of those other little steps and levels and investing. I mean, all the courses and the coaches and the like fire hose of information, but you cannot stay in that stage of just receiving the information it has to be like information do it information do it yeah. and you're implementing and you're practicing and that's going to be the thing that presents whatever the next step and the next level is for you yes oh, so true so much wisdom there I was having a conversation with someone about the process of perfection because a lot oh. of us get stuck in perfectionism and we realize waste of time it right because it takes <laughs> you clarifying over and over yeah. to get to the perfection like perfection is a process and then it's never yeah. going to be totally perfect either right I, I always kind of think of it like this where okay if you have a checklist of uh I think there's some examples I'm made in like a TED talk or something that made sense where it's okay if you have a safety checklist that you have to go through before you fly an airplane that is a numbered thing you can go through you had better make sure that checklist is 100 percent perfect and yeah. checked off like 
that is a measurable thing mm -hmm. that you can ensure is perfect. Yeah. When you're referencing like perfectionism in, I, I don't know, your business, your life, you're like, that is, that is a, an organic living creature. It is, it's subjective. It is constantly evolving. It's constantly in motion. There is no, like, where's that base? What are you going right. to land on? Yeah. There, it doesn't, it's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, like it's a moving target, yeah. like a constant moving yeah. target. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, when you, when you said that about the, the airplane checklist, the interesting thing is that checklist was built over time, like yeah. accidents <laughs> and like, right. Like, and then you go, Even Oh, that, we need to add oh. this to the checklist now. Oh, now like, we need to add life wrong. rafts. Oh, you know, yeah. it's the same thing. And it's just, I think we have, True. I always think about perfection as this one-sided expectation of awesomeness. Like it's all going to be mm -hmm. awesome. Right. And anytime we set ourselves up for that, we're going to experience a perception of loss, failure, mistakes, you know, instead of going like, Oh, the, the, you know, perceived loss, mistakes, failures are actually what are helping Learning. me verify to get better and better and better at what I do. Yeah. Otherwise, quite literally, how else would you learn yeah. and improve? Yeah. You know, I, the clients that I work with, I'm like, you must have some desire in you to strive for excellence. I have yeah. very much an expectation of excellence where we're not going to settle for something being bad, you know, but we yeah. need to have to be good enough to keep moving forward because yeah. our good enough as we move forward, keeps getting better, keeps getting better, keeps getting better. Yeah. It's like, that's where the magic is. Yeah. But without taking those steps forward, Right. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds I mean, it's funny. I want to talk video and it's like when I did those first, right. when I did those first videos, it was like that. It was like, I had to, I created a mantra for myself that I teach my clients is screw perfection. Just get started. <laughs> like yeah. screw perfection. Just get started because like, that's one thing that's plagued me in my past is perfectionism and wanting it to be like every detail to be perfect in this and that. I would never be where I am today and have gotten here as quickly as I did if I got stuck in perfectionism because it's never going to no be perfect. Way. Someone is always going to judge it as imperfect. Someone's yeah. always going to be ahead of me. I'm always going to be a few steps ahead of someone else. So it's like, stop comparing yourself to other people, get it out there. I mean, I've made all kinds of blunders in <laughs> videos yeah. and in my yeah. copy and, and, you know, it's just like, I go, screw it, just get it out there and start making a difference in the world and doing you and you'll learn as you go. And, you know, it's like, probably when I look back at this moment, three years from now, I'll be like, Oh, I could have done better here and here and here. And it's the same as when I look back at my first videos, but if I had never started, I wouldn't be anywhere. There, right. There would be nothing. Yeah. And I was yeah. thinking, if we want to shorten that learning curve, that's when we uh, implore the help and the guidance of somebody who is a few steps ahead of us yes. instead of sitting there and comparing ourselves to them and being like, Oh, well, mine isn't that mine isn't like that. I can't yeah. do that hire them have them help you right. like learn that stuff shorten that learning curve yeah and I I actually one of the things that I teach is we need to just get started right but with video there is a point of caution because simply the advice to you know put your first one out there and then just keep practicing there is the potential that can hurt you because if you're continuously reinforcing habits that are not going to serve you, yeah. then you're not actually improving anything. So we want to learn some of the foundation. I mean, it's like if you're at the gym and you're continuously using the machine wrong in the wrong mm -hmm. form, you're going to create an injury. 
And so the injury that can happen with video is that your authentic personality and brand and your branding message isn't going to come across to your audience in a way that they can receive it and actually use attraction marketing, become magnetic to the right people that you want to bring in. So it's like, learn, learn how to use the equipment correctly, right? In a way that's going to serve you so that you can like jump in, get started, learn how to do it in a way that's going to serve you. And it's still going to be rusty. I mean, you're still going to be like, okay, I can only lift like two pounds. Like I don't, I still feel really weird at this machine. And then you just, you just keep going and you just keep practicing, but you're practicing and enabling those, those good habits and behaviorisms and patterns that are going to serve you and to draw in your audience and actually, you know, help your business grow and expand and evolve to the next level. Mm, this is so good. Okay. Awesome. Cause and I think about this as autopilot habits that you actually need to start strategically. So I call them strategic habits that you've got to develop over time that then become autopilot. So it sounds to me like you've got some, some incredible tips to create those. And I love the word you used attraction marketing. So if you're thinking about Mm -hmm. attraction marketing, you got to set up certain habits to make sure that you're meeting the people that you want to meet, attracting those people because your message is so clearly resonant with them. So share with us first i would love to hear what you what you notice are patterns of the hardest parts for people getting started in camera video work oh yes uh the cringiest thing <laughs> that's a, a big struggle for people is the uh the persona shift that happens and it's really uncomfortable yeah. and it's it's you know have you ever known somebody in real life and then you see them on camera and they're like Hi, I'm Kelsey, and thank you so much for being on my show right now. And I just want to say, really welcome, and like, ah, what happened? And they lose their personality, they lose their authenticity, and their connection to their audience and the energy. I mean, the the lens that we have here is, it, it feels like it's some inanimate object, and it's unnatural for us to hang out with and connect with a glass and metal box. But this is so literally, and use that word with intention, a energetic portal from Mm -hmm. us and our intention and our value that we're communicating and offering to the viewer, to the person that's there on the receiving end. And so we really need to treat it as such with that respect of the potential of what it has and what it is and what it can do for people. And so when somebody hops on and they're either super monotone, really flat, there's no energy and they're like, well, this is just how I am in real life and in person. Like, cool, you are disregarding the energy portal. Or people are like, oh my God, thank you so much. I just like love that you're here. And they're so explosive over the top. You are not respecting the energy portal. Like, There are these different ways that you really have to tune into who is your charismatic self on camera that is authentic and real to you whilst being the leader in your industry. If you're building up a business and you, you want to have some sort of authority and presence in that, like you have to find a way to merge those two. And that's really what I need. I love this. Okay. So with that said, what are some tips for people? Because I mean, and, and, you know, vulnerably sharing with everyone listening or watching, it's like, Oh, it's, it's no joke hard. I think at least when I started, it was like, I thought I was being authentic (laughs) and I was trying my hardest, you know, but it was like, it's so awkward. I mean, I was not, I was a person who hated selfies, like hated pictures, generally speaking, just had never been on camera, you know, was like, 
all awkward. Like, what do I do with my face and my hands? And <laughs> I mean, it was just like super uncomfortable, but I had a vision of what I wanted to create. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going for it. And like, I'm going to probably look foolish and all these things. But I think that having someone like yourself in my corner would have been amazing because, you know, like there's tips that you can use to help you lean into that, that I love the energetic portal. So you can lean into the energetic portal more quickly. And so you don't have to take as long as I probably did and still struggle with sometimes, you know, like I still... I think just now I'm on episode and I think we're when this is released, it'll be later. So I won't say the number, but I'm like in the hundreds. Right. And I've yeah. done probably thousands of videos by now. And it's still sometimes like, I, I feel like I'm just now getting to where I can like turn it on and just totally be myself. Yeah. And sometimes I still can't. So, you know, we'll, we'll say that for the listeners. So you don't beat yourself up thinking like, Oh, you you know, you gotta be perfect at this. <laughs> no, you don't. And, and yeah. I mean, again, that, that's the benefit of when, you elicit help and you ask for a guide because it yeah. just helps shorten that learning curve. Yeah. You can do it over the course of thousands of videos. You'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't it be nice for it to take five videos? <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay. So yeah, share some tips with us. Cause I know a lot of people, I mean, to me, video is the wave of the future by far. Yeah. It's now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, learn these skills. Now, everyone listening to build your business, my video stuff that I release, even with emails, I have a really cool program that I can video. I can like email a video to somebody really easily and just have a conversation with them instead of like text. Right. And I mean, it's helped me get so many different types of clients to, to have them get to know me more quickly and build that rapport. So to me, like video, there's, there's unlimited options to connect with your people through video. So these skills yeah. are gold mine. Limited options. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I so, love so share it. Some love tips with us. Yeah. Okay. So I've got some good tips for you. Um, real quick, I just wanted to ask, are you, is it, because I've been looking into different video players. And yeah, yeah. Dub? Yes. Yes. Okay. Dub. Yeah. Dub. Yeah. So that's a good one. Awesome. Um, and then anytime I send any communication to my team, I always make a loom. Uh, I, 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 I yeah. joined a coaching program that they use loom and I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, it, it will relay your message so much more clearly and yep. easily. And you can be like, okay, well, you know, we need a correction on this thing. And like, yeah. somebody made a mistake, but I want to communicate this in a way that's positive and good yeah. energy and all those things. Like the ability of using a loom, a video where it's recording your screen and your face at the same time is yeah. exponentially easier. So. Awesome. So, yeah. And everyone listening, I'll put links for dub and loom in the show notes so that you can connect because to me dub has been life-changing and I just learned about loom so I'm like oh cool let's let's see how this goes these fancy little there's so many ways to use these skills and once you master the the you part of it your own video presence like you can take that onto any of the social media platforms yeah so I don't teach oh just how to grow Instagram or YouTube it's like no (laughs) learn you and then put it out on all of the things nice so okay so a couple things to really uh, get started some tips for that to really focus on how do you start to master your own on-camera presence is no, notice where your voice resonance level is when you are speaking from a place of your conviction certainty and authority when you are passionate about something notice the ebbs and flows the, the cadence the intonation the way your voice dances what does it actually sound like because what happens is we do this thing that I, I call actor's voice. 
and really noticed this when I was teaching acting and everyone would speak up here and it'd be like, okay, we're having this conversation. Like, all right, tell me about your character. Tell me about like what you have going on. And they would describe it like, okay, great. Now go be them, right? Go, go now say the lines, but being that version of you bringing your truth into it, like that's acting is bringing your truth into a character and making the story come alive well then he step in front of the camera is like how dare you this is you know how you are uh, <laughs> like, you broke your promise and it's it, it is absurd sometimes we've all seen this in yeah. either videos like online or in bad tv shows where <laughs> somebody sees this clearly they're so often Either the delivery uh, gets super paused, like uh, um, who's the Star Trek actor, um, Kirk on the original. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of known Captain for Captain Kirk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Captain Kirk. And then uh, who I think he would always deliver things very dramatically yeah. and with great pause. And <laughs> you know, I mean, some things are very, very fitting for that. But it's an example, and it's a way to start looking at and paying attention to yourself. Like, where are those? extreme over delivery things coming in or are you talking really up here because this happens a ton when we start getting on camera it's we really just start always I'm gonna be my performance voice my chin goes up my eyes go up I kind of lock up here and I just I don't really know what to do with this and it, eh, it's hard to breathe there's it's all it all feels super fake and phony yeah. So start to pay attention to mm-hmm. what are your nuances what are your your habits those autopilot things that are currently set when you turn on the camera and pay attention to your tone, inflections, cadence, all of those. And I have my clients go through a specific set of a few different scripts mm-hmm. to practice their delivery so they can start to hear it in a new way for them to actually be able to check that with themselves and do it uh, actually authentically to them. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing um, that that's I would huge. definitely recommend people start with. And then uh really one of my favorite tips is knowing who the heck you're talking to you know we know how important this is in business for all of our captions all of our content everything that we're putting out there right we know who our ideal client is who's your ideal client avatar and every time i smile i feel like my airpods are going to come out of my ears (laughs) (laughs) i like talking them in uh my dad moves around so much but it's really really extra important in video because you people aren't usually watching videos in groups you don't have your whole audience all sitting together in front of a computer right so you're actually just talking to the one person at a time so remember that and know that like you actually are just having a conversation with one person and make them your ideal person and in your mind take a post-it note and write out their name on do you know like who's an example what's your ideal client avatar's name uh it's funny because i don't name them but i have them visually in my head very clearly but you could just say sandra (laughs) sandra i make all my people name them i want a name i want you to like really Uh see them yeah because i also want you to say their name in your head Uh and so if i'm having a conversation with you versus if i'm having a conversation with my husband I'm probably going to talk a little differently. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, it's a different communication style. Yeah. If I'm having a conversation with my client versus my sister, I'm probably going to speak a little bit differently. Both are going to be me, authentic, yeah. real me, but the version that serves the story. Mm-hmm. And so what I would do is write out their name, stick it just under the lens. So you can see where I can put it right where it hovers. 
and just stick it up there. And they're going to be at the forefront of my mind the entire time I'm delivering my content. Mm -hmm. And then mentally in my head, I can say, okay, Sandra, I wanted to share this information with you. All right, I want to share this information with you because I have Sandra locked into my mind and I could run my voice, my correct voice in my head mentally first so that, you know, people always say, well, it sounded different in my head or like it made so much sense in my head and I said it out loud and it came out wrong or it didn't sound like it did in my mind, right? Yeah. That's how you really start to fix that. Yeah, that's that's a great idea. It's, it's been interesting for me to watch the evolution of my videos in terms of that piece of the more people that I've gotten to work with, the clearer and clearer I've gotten on who I'm speaking yeah. to. And so then it, 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 and yeah. it makes your content so much easier to create because you know who you're talking to instead of kind of just making up some stuff, which sometimes when you're starting, you kind of you know, you, you have an idea of who you're talking to. And just like we were talking about the process of refinement toward perfection, you know, quote unquote perfection mm-hmm. is yep. you figuring yep. that stuff out. So over time, your ideal client's going to change some yeah. as you grow your business and learn what you're doing more and more and more. It's probably going <laughs> to evolve with you because yeah. you're pretty, I mean, as coaches, like we're pretty much always serving people who are a few steps behind us. Yeah. So as we continue to grow and evolve and shift some things, like our, our people, are also scooting up along with us yeah so yeah like they're going to probably change a yeah. bit over time which is something to pay attention to when we're making evergreen offers uh because then if you're serving people who are maybe way back at a different place where you started mm-hmm. you have to speak to a, a different language process at that time yeah if they're like i don't even know you know i have no crm yet i have no funnels yet like that's going to be a different person than it's like all right i have all my funnels in place and sending out weekly emails. Now I want to help scale this, right? It's a very different stage in the evolution. Yeah. So good. I mean, one thing that came to mind when you were saying that is it, you know, for people, if, because I work with both men and women. So if you're thinking of talking to Sandra and Sam, let's say at this, you know, at the same time, and what would you do there where you have maybe a little bit of a wider variation of who you talk to? Do you use a lot of gender speak? No. And do you, if you were having a one-on-one with Sandra and a one-on-one with Sam, what's different about you? Probably not much. I mean, probably not much. Yeah, there would, there would be, I mean, I always speak to people's values. So it's more speaking to values than gender. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. I do not teach ideal client avatar by demographic. Okay. Yeah. Who are they as the human, like, Okay. person cool yes I love it you like answered it for me that was perfect <laughs> yes Good. you awesome. speak to their value okay back to their values yeah their value to their yeah. values to okay. really cool. who it is that they are not and, and, and you kind of think about you know I don't know if you work globally but I have clients from a ton of different countries lots uh-huh. of international variety and really um again like I'm an anthropologist by study I have a lot of interest in different cultures and learning and respecting and honoring all of these differences and variations but if I'm speaking to an entrepreneur growing their business and wanting to increase their excellence in their content and video presence and mastery themselves that's gonna that's that's the value system like that that's a really specific type of person really regardless of whatever culture that they're in okay Gotcha. Yeah. It, it yeah. popped into my mind thinking like if you name them, question. like if you name yeah. them by gender, so it could be more, 
like it's a, in my mind, I would be holding this, the, just a few clients in my mind and, and, yeah. and the, their psychodynamics and in, you know, what makes them tick and what, what they like to step into. And I, yeah. I mean, I know for me releasing podcast episodes, the solo cast ones I do, it's like, I always sit down and do a, a meditation on current themes for the week of what my people are talking about and go like, okay, what's a, what's a theme and a pattern. And that's what I want to speak to. Um, and I love this idea of just of really visualizing them specifically before I do the video. And you totally, I, I mean, think about it. I, I'll, I'll sometimes go into the place of, okay, well, when I know I'm doing my live group coaching sessions, uh, very much the same as when I did my retreat in person. And I had yeah. a group of, you know, 10 in front of me and they're all my ideal clients. Mm -hmm. And so I'm there speaking to everybody, but I'm not we just have to make sure that we're adjusting and tweaking that energy in the way that we're delivering and connecting where they each feel like I'm speaking to them as the individual, as the one, yeah. instead of like, I'm speaking to a collective. Thank you all so much for being here. I'm so glad like, like yeah. you're on a stage, very different energetic. Yeah. And so that's where it is. It's like, okay, well I can still speak to the group in that same way as though I'm really just speaking to like that one person. So they each feel held and seen and known yeah which is what everybody wants right it's like yeah. they want to be like oh kelsey gets me yes yeah yeah, yeah. exactly that's awesome yeah. um on really practical level do you recommend that people have scripts before they do a video where would you say that plays a role oh good question uh yeah so depends <laughs> depends uh if you're doing a really specific intentional marketing type of video. Maybe you're doing a video series and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm introducing my offer now, right? This is the opportunity to invest, take the next step, something like that. You might have some kind of NLP sequence in there, something that's a, a little more structured. You're like, yeah. all right, I did my research. I know my clients have sent these DMs using this exact language and I want to repeat their language patterns so that they really know I'm speaking to them as one, right? These are all marketing things you guys are probably familiar with. Yeah. So collect those DMs, collect the email responses, put them in a Google feed so that you can use those in your scripts later so you can speak back to them their same words to make it way more powerful. So in instances like that, sure, script it out, use a teleprompter, learn how the F to use a teleprompter because if I can tell you're doing it wrong, <laughs> so I, keep that smart I get so offended. <laughs> I watch commercials and they're like, yeah. And you just see their eyes during back and forth. Sorry, anyone on the podcast you can see my eyes, but <laughs> it looks so just yeah. like, like lazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we're like, put the effort yeah. in. I've never used one. I can't figure out how to make it work. So I just don't use, I've never used one. <laughs> and you know what? There's, there's an app. I think it's called the teleprompter app. It's yeah. really simple. I, cause I like to use my phone for most filming. I do not, I have a DSLR. I do not like the time and effort it takes oh. to film with a camera, do the SD card thing. Personally, that's just for me. Some people love it. I like it all on my phone. Uh -huh. uh, maybe someday that will switch, but yeah. that's what I've been doing. I love and that. I'm, I mean, that's such a powerful tip coming from a video yeah. person. You know, it's like, I'm like use your phone, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the, the quality is incredible. Yeah. It, it really is. I mean, if you have a recent smartphone, you're probably fine. It, my yeah. phone, my iPhone can film in 4k. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of devices can't even totally. play it back in that. So yeah, to me, that's just fine. So I'll use uh, that app, the teleprompter app. And what you want to do is you just want to make sure that it has the kind that can adjust how close the words are to the lens. 
That's yes. That's, that's the thing, right? Because if your lens is, is at the top and then we're yes. at the bottom, it's going to be really yes. obvious. Yes. Because yeah. you're going to be like this, you know, yeah. either eyes moving up and down or side to side. It's going to be really distracting yeah. and confusing. Okay. I, I did. Uh, I, so anytime in, in the acting world, when you are auditioning for a teleprompter role, they always ask first, do you have teleprompter experience? Because it feels very weird. And, and you have oh, to I like match sure. your yeah. case to the delivery uh, where it's still hitting the emotional beat. So it very much is a skill to learn and to play around with and to mess with, but it's not that hard. Like it takes a couple of times and tries with that. Make sure again, it's just up hanging up by the lens where the words are going to scroll at the speed that you need. You can add in some space breaks for the moments when you know you're hitting a deeper note when you are really trying to create an emotional connection and you're going to lean into the camera, you're going to lean your energy in a little bit more. You're going to slow your speech down, right? So you writing your script, you can know those beats ahead of time. So it still feels like really impactful delivery. You can add some physical spaces into your teleprompter script. So you, you can set up yourself for success with using a support system like that, having it scripted out. Now that's probably going to be, time consuming and stressful to do frequently so Mm -hmm. I would really recommend doing talking points for the majority of videos where you take that little post note and you write their name up on the top or the bottom where you know you're talking to Sandra or Sam or whomever and you write out you know what are my three talking points what are the three things that I want to make sure I cover in this video and I'm an expert on these things I you know if somebody's talking about basket weaving that's like the three I have, I don't even know what basket weaving is. I don't know what I can <laughs> <laughs> What are the three tools you need to get started with your first basket weaving? Yeah, <laughs> I would yeah. watch this video because I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so you would know the answers to that, okay. right? Because that's yeah. the thing that you do. So you, you don't do. need to script that because this is exactly. your ex- area of expertise. Yeah. Okay. It, it cracks me up because when I very first started, I mean, I used to like, oh God, it's so funny. I had like, I had scripts like ran out completely and then I would like break it up and then I'd had like these screen things. I mean, it was hilarious, you know, and yeah. over time I got more and more comfortable and then I got to where I would do, sometimes I would not do anything and then just go for it. But now it's like I do, it, I'll, I'll sit and meditate and go, okay, what is it that I need to bring to my audience today? And then I write just a few points. And if I have action steps, I often will write those out very, very specifically because it's like a roadmap. Um, yeah. At, but you know, it's kind of, it, it gets easier. I mean, and I'm sharing this with everyone because I want you to know it gets easier over time yeah. as you practice, as you perfect, as you, you know, you step more into that authenticity and then you, know, it, it, it just gets easier to talk for longer without having it to need to be scripted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're, cause you're building in the correct building blocks, the correct yeah. things that are going to help you become better and improved at those. And yeah. that's just going to start feeling way more chill and relaxed and like not a big deal. I promise that's possible. People so often think like, I just, video is not for me. And I say that because I used to really feel like binge eating every time after I would go online. <laughs> like, it would spark up all of my like old fears. Yeah. Danger. I mean, I felt like I was going to be murdered. Like I, I, all of that same visceral fear that I yeah. had once experienced all would flood back from going live. That's yeah. silly, but real. And yeah. I, like, I, I, I want people to know I felt that and I've built in this process so that people can move through that 
so much faster and so much more ease because it can feel like no big deal. I promise. Yeah. Oh, oh, I could talk to you for a long time. This is so fun to me and (laughs) and, and so applicable to the people listening because I know that I, I can't, I don't think I can really think of any industry that can't benefit from video. So it's, you know, it's like this, this is a gold mine. So I want to ask, and I, I want to ask where to connect people, but first, what are the top three max potential habits that got you where you? The first one is continuously reinforcing my vision. So some way of reminding myself of that imagination, right? Mm-hmm. What you can imagine is your previous life coming attractions. Like I really... I need to, so a lot of times it's journaling or, or make a video about it or share it in a mastermind group or with a coach, remind yourself of the vision. Uh, the second thing, strategy. I, I mean, you have to build in chunking strategy. So we kind of talked about this at the beginning before I even hit record. Yeah. Uh, chunking down my, the, the strategic part because otherwise it will become super overwhelming where we were, we were just saying every quarter adding in one new big project. Here they'd be like, okay, well, I, you know, Q3 just started and I'm going to start a YouTube channel and a podcast and get huge on TikTok. <laughs> You're going to drown. Yeah. yeah. So it's building in chunking in strategy. That habit has changed so much for me where I do, I drown a lot less. <laughs> even though it's yeah. every day there's struggles and things to work through. Uh, I mean, business is just problem solving over and over and over again. And so it's okay. Like, okay, well, one big new focus at a time uh, that's mm-hmm. helped a ton. And then um, building in a habit and a support structure to back yourself. Cause without that, that psychology mindset piece of it, that's, there to really support you in pushing through the quitting points because there's going to be a hell of a lot of quitting points. If anybody's like me, there's going to be a hell of a lot of quitting points. They're like, nope, this is, this is hard. And that, that fortitude and that perseverance and that patience of keeping, go through it again, keep going through, keep going through and, and choosing to back yourself one more time after every time you feel like quitting, that is, that is a skill. That is a habit that you must build into your bones, into your blood, into who it is that you are, into your identity. And that can be journaling, meditation, a support structure. You know, you can, you can have that uh, represented, I think, through a multitude of different ways, but I think it is crucial. It has to be one of them. You're so speaking my language. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Attraction, like, marketing, right? Like, right, like, totally. like. Yeah. Yes. I love it. I love who I get to interview. And it was funny for everyone listening. Kelsey and I were like talking. I'm like, where are you in the world? She's like Denver. I'm like, I'm in Boulder. What the heck? How cool so crazy. Is that? I love like that. 40 happens. minutes away. Yeah. It's amazing. And you know, the, uh, when you were talking about the quitting points and then chunking down and, you know, refining your vision, it's like, these are like core principles. I always talk about my number one habit is personal growth and development, like practicing yeah. daily personal growth and development. So it's really similar to, you know, your non-negotiable, right? It's like, I would not be where I am today if I didn't practice daily mindset training. Like it would be essential. possible. Yeah. I, yeah. Like I would have quit you, so many times. So many times. Yeah. Like literally, how would you be able to take yourself through this much struggle of yeah. creating something out of nothing? Yeah. 
we, you know, without, without building in those personal development habits, I just don't, I don't know how it would be. (laughs) Somebody else. Me neither. It's why why I do what I do. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. like because I know that I know that that's real, and I know that people have this beautiful vision for creating a huge impact in the world. And and to me, I love entrepreneurship because it's also unlimited income. So it's like I can impact as many people as I want, and I can make as much in money as I want. And it's all based on me empowering myself and through video. So share <laughs> share with people. Um, I know you have an awesome giveaway. I'm super excited about it. To, uh, will you share where to find? you and what the giveaway is yeah yes I so I hang out most of the time on Instagram and that's at Kelsey underscore more please like tag me if you listen to this I that is like the coolest thing I love it I love seeing when people listen to it uh and and send me a DM like message I'm on there pretty frequently and I try to respond to every message so I really love that come say hi connect I share a ton of free information and training and value and a lot of mindset stuff um, because that's really the daily fuel that we need and yeah. to keep replenishing. And then, yes, I do. I have a really awesome free gift for you guys where I've created a, a, a four-part free video training series that is really getting into some of the tangibles about how to get started with this, how to start making those shifts, recognizing where maybe some of the pitfalls, the things to pay attention to. Is video right for you? Can you use it in your business? How to use it in your business? How to pivot during the COVID time, you know, and how to, and a lot of businesses that think, you know, we're brick and mortar. How could I apply this to myself? Uh, Working through all of those different kind of questions that keep us stuck. That's available to you guys free right now. Awesome. And I will have the links in the show notes for both of those. And we met on Instagram. So I know you're active there because we DM'd each other and, you know, just started going back and forth. And I was like, yeah, okay, we did. you totally <laughs> need to come on and talk to my people. <laughs> so uh, thank you. Well, I'm so glad. Thank you. Yeah. It's been, I, I love, I, I love getting to talk to people who just are super into what they're doing. And it's so obvious to me that you are. And it's, and it's also, you know, going to your website and seeing your Instagram, I'm just like, oh, yes, 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 yes. To me, there's some really essential tools for building a business. And like we we're talking about mindset training and then marketing. I had no idea that when I started a business, I was going to need to become a master marketer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, that's kind of the key. One of the keys is marketing. And so <laughs> video to me what? is like just essential. So I love that we discovered and attracted each other so that I've got my person in my back pocket to send people to when they need video help. Like I love what you're doing in the world. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Such a great conversation. All right, everyone. Um, I know that you got a ton out of this. I did. And I, 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 as I build this podcast, YouTube, IGTV, I'm so incredibly, I just feel blessed all the time that I get to talk to the coolest people and share with you. So like Kelsey was saying, tag us because we love to hear from you and go like, yay, this is landing. This is resonating. We're bringing you stuff that you want to hear. So tag us both. Let us know how, what kind of tips you learn and definitely enroll in Kelsey's course because, or it's a training class videos. I I don't know what to call it exactly, but free training. Yeah. Free training. Yeah. So make sure you enroll in that. Links will be in the show notes and I'll be back next week. Until then, have an incredible Max Potential Week where you thrive and feel alive. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Max Potential Habits Podcast. 
If you're liking what you've heard, it would be so incredibly awesome if you would subscribe to the channel and leave a five-star rating and a written review. This helps me help more people while we grow our NFA community so we can rock it out together. For Max Potential Habits resources, go to nfacoaching.com where you can access all of my resources. There's free eBooks, PDF checklists, a journal template, a business mindset meditation kit, and so much more. Plus links to NFA Coaching on Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And if you're super serious about up-leveling, there's also a link to schedule a free consult to work with me in group or one-on-one -on -one coaching. Until next time, I hope you have a Max Potential Habits Day where you get inspired to do whatever it takes to transform into the most empowered version of yourself so you can lead a rich, thriving, kick-ass life and business.